Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, the Husker Fan Sports Show. Anthony had a great week of practice. You can see his natural ability in the games. It's his show now. <laughs> you know, it's time for him to go. It was his show last year, so it's his show now. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast. I'm your host, Honky. And it's Sunday morning, and we're going to do the, the five takeaways from the Nebraska game yesterday versus La Tech. Uh, as you heard with the, the intro there, Coach Rule talking about how it's Anthony's show. Uh, Anthony Grant went out and had 22 carries yesterday for 135 yards, 6.1 yards a carry, and a touchdown. So, uh, you know, there's something that's it's translating from practice to, uh, to the field, and uh, we'll take it. Uh, anyone that's followed the Redcast for any amount of time, you know that we like to focus on things like progress. We like to focus on areas where we're seeing improvement and also what are the things that we need to improve on. And that that's what these five takeaways are all about. And so uh, that's where we're going to focus on with it. Before we do, uh, this is sponsored by Pipeline Jerky here. It's NIL for the common man. Got the shirt on. We got the sticker there. Uh, use Redcast at checkout at pipeline.com dash jerky.com you'll get 10% off your order let's help the nil let's help the offensive line uh get back to the the glory years of the pipeline uh also before we get into the five takeaways if this is the kind of content you want give it a thumbs up like us subscribe if you're not already leave a comment below as well this is not just us talking at you we want to get your feedback as well uh we do more than just this show on sunday mornings uh on monday nights Mac and I do a match rule. We'll do some film breakdown that night as well. We do that 9 p.m. during the season on Monday nights. That's a live show. And we also do a live show 8.30 on Tuesday nights. That's the full red cast. So, again, break down the last game, pre preview the next game, do some of the betcast stuff as well. So like, subscribe, and, and leave us a comment. But let's start here with number one, and that is run the damn ball. That's the first tick takeaway. We need to run the ball, and we need to embrace it. Embrace getting under center. Embrace the eye formation. Embrace the option. That's something that we sent out there last week or yesterday on, on Twitter was that we need to embrace. We're an option team right now. For all the discussion of not being able to take the top off with wide receivers and all that, we're not a big play offense in the pass game. And we're not a huge play offense just running right up the gut no matter what, under center or not. I mean, we can be consistent. But where the big plays have tended to come from, have come from the option. And that can open up so many other things because between play action, which has been our most successful uh, passing so far, but imagine having a an option pass game too that can come out of this. And it's all about setting that up, but the big plays that we've been able to have so far have come out of that option. And uh, that's part of running the damn ball. Now, there's a little bit of a narrative I started to see yesterday on social media that was starting to be that uh, we run the ball to the right, that our left side of the line is the weak side, so we're not running it uh, to the left side very much. And I at least want to show a few plays here that maybe counter that. And it starts with the first touchdown of the game to Billy Kemp, this little jet sweep motion. They hand the ball off to him. He goes from right to left, gets around the left side, and outside there he has uh, both tight ends, Fedoni lead blocking there, and then downfield is Borkature, number 87, and Kemp gets outside, is able to cut it up pretty much untouched, goes for nine yards, and it's a touchdown. On this play out of the shotgun here, they pull the right guard, and uh, they pull 87 Borkature as well. The right guard kicks out the, the DN there, 
Borgature cut, cuts up. And then from the outside in, from the left to right, we have a, a receiver crack blocking in there. Grant cut, cut blocks off of that, goes for about eight yards, successful run. Here we have uh, the same play run twice in a row here. It's out of the I formation. It's a little inside toss where the left guard uh, kind of curls out and gets a, gets a block, and then the fullback leads right through. And Grant doesn't have a bunch of stutter steps. He just follows the, the fullback right through the hole, goes for eight or 14 yards up the gut. And then they do this play again here, and this is the one that ends up getting called back. It would have been a touchdown, a 70-some-yard touchdown run. And the thing that we actually got called on is what I want to highlight. It's the receiver's downfield blocking. Uh, number 84, Bullock, I think he's so aggressive. He's doing a great job down there, and they get him for holding here. Now you can see the defender has a handful of Bullock's face masks. That didn't get called. But anyways, the, it's the downfield blocking that I like. And then here's a, a couple of plays that are out of the, the shotgun. This one's out of a uh, pistol set and speed options to the left. And Harburg here makes the right read, cuts right up off of it. And he ends up on this play going for about 40 yards. And, you know, it's something I said last week on the show, and I've said it last couple of weeks, is that I think we need to do less better. We just need to simplify things. And simple speed options here, toss plays there, get under center. You know, this is – we don't need to add a bunch of complexity to it. Now, here is the touchdown run, and it's speed option out of the shotgun again to the left. Now, the argument I can make here is that he actually should pitch it right now. But he cuts up and makes one guy miss and then makes another guy miss here. And with his speed, he ends up taking it for 72 yards for a touchdown. And that's an outstanding run by him. It's a great individual play there. I've heard some people make the argument that, you know, this isn't truly an option because he isn't pitching. That would be the one time where I would say, yeah, I think he probably should have pitched that play. Now he ends up scoring a touchdown on it, so I'm not going to be too uh, too critical on it. But, you know, no, he hasn't pitched it a lot yet. But most of the times he hasn't pitched is because he's making the right reads. He's cutting up, and that's where the hole is. That's how the option works. And so it's not a triple option. We're not sitting there making one read and then doing an option based off of it. But, I mean, between keeping or pitching, your first option is always to keep it. If you don't have to pitch, don't pitch. And I think Harburg, for the most part, has done a pretty good job of that. Uh, speaking of options, now let's go to the right side. And actually, in this case, it's the weak side. And for those aren't, who aren't familiar there, weak side versus strong side, weak side is the side opposite the tight end. So the tight end is the strong side. In this case, the, the strong side is to the left. And we're lining up in the I formation two times here, two of these plays, and we're doing a weak side option to the right. Uh, the right guard in this case here pulls around, and he just can't quite get to number six, defender number six. If he could get number six here, the fullback who's lead blocking would be able to get up to number two, lead on him, and Harburg isn't touched for probably another five yards. But even as is, he ends up getting you know five, six yards there. Let's watch it again. Right guard pulls around. If, if the right guard could get number six, that would allow the fullback to get downfield, get to number two there. Uh, just, I mean, that's how close we are in a play like that. We're just a, a step away, and number two isn't making that tackle right now. He should have a fullback on him. Now, the next one here, the right guard pulls around and does a good job of sealing. And now, you know, again, Harburg, he's running the option here. He's optioning off that, that corner. The corner goes outside. Harburg cuts up off it. If the fullback can just get a little better block here, you know, he gets a hand on, but if he could just get a better block on that, Harburg isn't touched for probably another five yards as well. Let's watch it one more time. The right guard uh, gets that seal. 
the fullback, number 34, he's going downfield. He's leading on this. There's 34. Oh, my gosh. If we can just get a we get a pancake on this block right there against 24. If he can, Harburg, he could be gone there. Or at least he's not getting touched for another five, six yards. But they're both cases where he keeps it, but there was no reason to pitch it either. Uh, it was the right read in that case. He kept it and moved it up. And so we're just with that close on the blocks to really, you know, taking off on one of those plays. But uh, anyways, running the damn ball, that's number one takeaway. Number two is the rush defense, stopping the run. And when you go back to when Trev fired uh, Frost last year, right at the, the press conference, he talked about the need to win the, the lines of scrimmage again. And this is what he's talking about. And, I mean, there was a, a point in the game there where I think it was with about 11, 13 left. Yeah, we sent a tweet out uh, yesterday, and it was, it was 315 rush yards that we had on offense, 315, and we had given up 34 at that time. I mean, that's incredible. That's exactly the numbers that you want to see. And it didn't feel like an unbelievable stat game. And yet when you saw that, it was like, my gosh, we've had total control. And so playing that run D and, and being really stout against the runs is hugely important. Now, we've done this now for four straight games. We've stacked it for four games. Against Minnesota, Nebraska gave up 55 yards rushing. Against Colorado, 58. Northern Illinois, 26 yards rushing. And then yesterday, La Tech, 46 yards, which basically meets our average of 46.25 yards a game. Uh, that's going to win a lot of football games if you keep doing that. And we need to keep doing that. So um, run defense. Now, why are we good at run defense? It really starts up in the middle, right right away at the nose spot. And Nash has been unbelievable. And I want to show a couple of videos here. This is of Nash yesterday. And this is on that fourth one. Hugely important play here. And there's nowhere to go. I mean, he just, the whole entire middle is clogged up. No place to go. Nebraska makes the stop, gets off the field fourth and one that's basically a turnover doesn't count as a turnover but it's a turnover we got him on downs i want to compare this to where nash was last year this is against wisconsin this is in a goal line defense and watch and we've got him circled here watch nash a year ago so the play starts here and we i understand this is wisconsin's offensive line so you know wisconsin a lot better offensive line than what la tech is but when we had Rob Zask on a couple of years ago, Rob talked about the need to play, you know, the low man wins on the offensive line or on the lines period, the low man wins. And the difference between those two clips, Nash gets no movement on him yesterday. And a year ago, he gets pushed back about three, four yards and they, they get a QB sneak right into the end zone. Uh, that's a huge difference in this run defense right at the point of contact, right at the center of it. Uh, but it's not just the the D-line. It's not just Nash that's doing it. The defensive back tackling right now in the run game is amazing. It starts with this first play here, a little pitch off to the left. And this is Newsom outside. And look, at he has 68 uh, offensive linemen coming up on him. And he just takes takes the, the, the lineman, cuts right under him, makes the tackle in the backfield. That's a great one-on-one -on -one play. And he basically beats a block to make a tackle. On this play here, LaTeX again tries to get some numbers by doing a reverse. They've got an offensive lineman going out, and then 34, their, their uh, fullback. And there is Omar Brown, and he's surrounded by LaTeX blockers, and he goes and makes the tackle right there at the line of scrimmage. Uh, great tackling in the run game by defensive backs, hugely important. And on this last play here, 
it's a singleton. Right now he's lined up about the 40-yard line. He's starting to, to step up here. But watch how he darts up here and on the, the top. Cuts underneath the block and just destroys the running back about three yards in the backfield. Heat-seeking missile there. So great rush defense isn't just about the front seven. Uh, as we've seen here, the defensive backs play a huge role in it, but also what Nash is doing right at the point of contact. All that adds up to having the defensive stats that we've been talking about, where we've been limiting teams to uh, you know less than 60 yards a game and less than two yards a carry. So very impressive uh, across the, uh, the entire board. Now this leads us to number three, and that's turnovers. And that's both sides of the ball. It's offense and defense. That's where your turnover margin is going to come from. And the first two games, we had eight total turnovers on offense uh, for a negative six margin. We only got two de two defensive turnovers. So we were negative six, but we had eight turnovers in the first two games. That's just mind-boggling. We've come back the last two games now, and we've had one total turnover. And actually, we have a plus one margin because we've taken two. So we've gone from being a minus six the first two games to being a plus one. Not surprising. We lose the first two games. We win the, the next two. Uh, now, law of averages, the way this defense is playing, the way they hit and they tackle and everything we just showed there on the run, the run defense, um, law of averages is you're going to start to get some some uh, turnovers based off of that. You're going to cause a fumble. You're going to you know have some good fortune finally. Uh, it's unbelievable the amount of pressures on the quarterback and everything that we've had and just have not gotten uh, the turnovers to show for it. But the law of average is also not a guarantee that that changes are going to come. And so we need to continue to improve in that. And I would say just like that fourth and one was a, a turnover for us, I, I, I'm going to call it a turnover. I would also say our third down defense and the inability to get off the field when it's been third and long, especially third and long, eight, nine, 10 and longer. To me, that's the, the opposite. It's a, that's, almost like losing a turnover. You should be getting off the field in those cases, and we haven't been able to. So, you know, defensively, there's areas to improve there. we got to get off the field in the third and longs. But the, when it comes to turnovers, uh, I like what we're seeing on offense. Harburg's thrown four touchdowns and thrown zero interceptions in his two starts. We fumbled it a couple times the last two weeks and just haven't lost it. But, I mean, for the most part, things have been forced as opposed to the first two games where we had unforced fumbles, you know, out of shotguns and stuff like that. We're not – we're not having unforced errors. We got to keep getting that cleaned up. But any hope that we're going to have against Michigan and some of the teams we're playing in the future here, it's going to have to be uh, contingent again on the turnovers. Number four, offensive line, and good and bad. There is both. Uh, when we go and look at the video here, I want to look at first off some success of the offensive line. And this is uh, a pass play where we incompleted it. It was a perfect throw to to Washington. He drops it. But look at the offensive line here. The the they bring four guys on it. Uh, nice pocket formed here. I mean, good example of where Harbor could look downfield, had plenty of time, throws it downfield, and this should be completed third and nine. We should move the change and get a first down. just doesn't happen. On this one here, they bring six guys defensively, and we have six guys with a, with a running back here. Now, this is not – I won't say this is perfect by the offensive line. There were some – they were starting to get some pressure, but they gave just enough time there for Harbor to get rid of the ball – Obviously, if you're bringing six guys in pressure, you're probably going to be in man-to-man, zero-type coverage, and Fedoni was wide open, and this leads to a touchdown play. So the offensive line, I'm, I'm going to give them a success on that because nobody came completely clean. They gave just enough time for Harburg to get rid of the ball, and that was with a, a pressure coming. Uh, the first example was only four coming, and they had a very clean pocket for him. But 
at the same time that we're talking about the, the good, then we've got to talk about some of the bad. And here are the three sacks that they had. And uh, here, I, I think on this play here, uh, guy comes right up the middle on him. And we've got two guys, Scott and the left guard, are both blocking one dude there. And I'm guessing that that has to be Scott to come off and and pick up the, the guy that blitzed up the middle. Uh, here's another one. Now, this one's under center. And then guy just goes untouched right up the middle here. I mean, you just, you can't have that. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we're just lucky that he didn't fumble to be 100% honest here. And then here you see the guy motion, the linebacker motion up at the, uh, to the bottom and they're bringing an extra guy from the bottom there in our left tackle. He basically has two guys to block. It looks like, and he ends up blocking neither. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to have to clean that stuff up. There just isn't any other way around it. Uh, there's potential with Prohaska uh, to maybe start to see him more. He's been getting out there the last couple of weeks as a extra lineman in heavy sets, tight end, everything. I just, I really think Corcoran struggles at, at left tackle and, and specifically in pass pro. Uh, we've seen some success. Some of the running plays there, I've, Corcoran's done a fine job on some of the running plays there, but he really seems to struggle in the left tackle spot and space when it's one-on-one uh, blocking. You've either got to do some things to give him some help with, with running backs or maybe a tight end on his side. If you're going to be sitting there and, and, and having him kind of hang out there for a while and have to, you know, block a block the backside uh, or an option again is if Prohaska can get healthy here, uh, play left tackle, then I think that Corcoran can move inside and, and play guard. And it's tough because I think we have some depth getting built there, but there's some good, there's some bad. That's an area we just can't have guys coming clean like that. And we can't have the backside of the quarterback just getting destroyed like that either. So uh, that's about, a, about as blunt as I can be. And last but not least, number five, special teams. We started the season off so strong. there. I mean, that Minnesota game, between making the field goal and having a great kickoff return, pretty decent punts, and the kickoff uh, coverage game was outstanding against Minnesota. Yesterday, man, this was a rough one here. We kicked the ball out of bounds. Uh, we had a 23-yard punt, missed the field goal at the end of the first half, uh, fumbled a kickoff return. We were fortunate enough to land on it, and then we gave up a, a touchdown on a kickoff that was called back. So, uh, you know, and and – the hold on that play, maybe that's the big difference of not making the tackle. But the point is, there's some chinks in the armor there that we've got to get cleaned up here. We can't afford to have special teams be something that's going to be a net negative when we go and play Michigan. We've got to be able to win the game in special teams if we're going to have any hope against uh, those kinds of opponents coming up. Uh, on the positive side, there was a nice fake field goal that Bleak Road ran for 10 yards up the middle and that's what opened us up our opportunity to score that first touchdown of the game. So instead of going up three, nothing, we went up seven, nothing, but uh, you got to make the field goals, the, the, the close, easy ones. And you know, the punt game uh, can't have any of the shanks there. We've got to keep flipping the field. That's the best thing that we can do against a team like Michigan is flip the field, get the defense, the best possible spot, make the offense have to go the full length of the field every time against our defense. Uh, I like to think the, the longer, you have to go against our, our defense on a drive. Eventually, they're going to make a play. Eventually, something's going to happen. Uh, that's just kind of been the way that this defense is so far through four games. So those are the best options that, that I think we have moving forward. That you got to win special teams. You got to 
got to, you know, control clock, run the football. Our biggest plays are coming out of options. So don't hesitate to, to keep doing that. And, uh, you know, I think that's the stuff that's going to keep Nebraska, you know, in these games, every one of these games. Look at the Big Ten West right now. It is a complete and total mess. And it, we saw that yesterday. It, it is absolutely open for the taking. Minnesota goes and loses to Northwestern. Iowa just got blanked at Penn State. So keep improving every week, Nebraska, number one. And I'm not focused on winning the West, but it's just looking at those last eight games. There are wins to be had there if Nebraska can stay out of its own way. You got to run the football well. You got to stop the, the run. You got to keep the turnovers low, win some special teams. Uh, again, thank you so much for watching here. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to us. Leave a comment below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And until next time, which will be tomorrow night, Monday night uh, with Matt's Rule, and then Tuesday night with the uh, with the regular Go Big Redcast, uh, that's another Go Big Redcast. Heard at Sports Network Production.